it's a lot of like what, what they what's that old sex drugs in rock and roll that's how i feel it's <laughs> all i hear it's about is that your that's your old your my old, old man t- <laughs> <laughs> it's not a game it's a rage What up, peeps? This is Alyssa, and I'm here with my co-host and faux little bro, Andre. And welcome to another episode of Teachers Like Us. Back in the building. Yeah, finally. Um, no, I love that you said finally, but we haven't gone anywhere. What? We've been here. Alyssa left me by myself to... To, to do what? Handle the entire school building yesterday. <laughs> For and a good cause. And this like this is not just a shot at Alyssa. All of you like teachers that are like, ah, oh, you know, March break is coming up, and let me just take a Wednesday or a Thursday. <laughs> the hate that burns. <laughs> he first of all, first of all, even though he said it wasn't a shot at me, yes, I took a Wednesday off before the break, but our union paid for that. Thank you very much. So I did not take a sick day. It wasn't me like calling in because I didn't feel like coming in. I was paid by our union to do a keynote address and thus i was not at work and in my eyes it doesn't even matter (laughs) but i'm like i don't i don't like it i don't like it you you put too much um pressure on those of us that that like coming to work you're a idiot first of all (laughs) let's just backtrack because i told andre i'm like yo i think that you should take the day like just the way school has been going right now like i feel like take it because it's probably going to be a little bit hectic and he decided that again he loves this place too much and so he would (laughs) not take the day off and then i'm getting text messages (laughs) with all the people who are away (laughs) this guy i can't stand any of you (laughs) (laughs) i didn't like i usually don't look at the board to see like who's away who's not but when I got called to go to somebody's room because there was no teacher, I was like, hold on, let me go see who's here. And when I looked, like, the entire board was filled. I was like, what's going on? So, actually, he's like, all 30 of you. Yeah, I was like, there, there was, like, 12. There was, like, like 40 people away yesterday. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Walked into every class, didn't recognize any of the teachers. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, where am I? I'm at a different school. Yeah, we're having a, a really severe shortage in supply teachers. So, right now, mm. we're using lunchroom supervisors. Um, and that seems to be like not just board wide, but like North America wide, because I'm seeing it like with people in the States as well, that they're having uh, a supply shortage issue. So I don't know what's happening in teaching right now. Well, I think it's because, well, one, I know up here for us, um, what's it called? Teachers College is two years now. Mm-hmm. So there's a lapse in the, the amount of teachers that are coming out every year. So there's that. And then on top of that, you had this whole pandemic where teachers were losing their jobs or leaving and going to other professions. So now teaching might have seemed like this, like, I don't know, cushy government job. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, nah, let me go <laughs> invest these stocks and turn into a millionaire. Or something Not like the that. crypto. <laughs> <laughs> I blocked the words crypto and NFT from my Instagram. word <laughs> thing. So If ever you're trying to message me and you use those words, instantly block. <laughs> I will not get the message. All right, well, let's do our check-in. We we're in our last week before uh, March break. Oh, How goodness. are you doing? Um, I currently have a raging headache on the verge of a migraine. Um, and like otherwise, like I feel like um, what is it like? 
emotionally i'm doing fine like i'm like all right cool mm. but like physically my body is like ma'am you're not okay <laughs> right now like i have been like i'm feeling a little bit off mm. um and that's not like again it's not mentally or emotionally or anything like that like my body is physically like cut it like shut it down bring on march break because we need rest okay what about I think, you um for me i think i'm like tired it's really all it is mm-hmm. i think i'm just tired tired of doing the same thing every day like waking up early coming to work dealing <laughs> with whatever i'm working dealing with going home um spending time with my children getting them ready for bed and then trying to chill before i have to go to bed and do it all over again what is this chilling you speak this of? is this like the routine of it it's it's uh a lot it's getting mundane it's time to <laughs> change it up but what are you gonna do nothing i'm gonna get up a little bit later than i do now (laughs) during march break and still bring my kids to where they need to be i am so happy (laughs) for you and mrs mattressing for keeping your kids in daycare during march break and it's a must having some time for yourselves you deserve it um especially mrs mattressing because she's been bringing in all the baked goods (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know, like, she listens to this, but I just just been really dealing with me dirty, like, (laughs) baking stuff and then putting things in my lunch bag and writing, like, this is for Alyssa. Do not eat on it. (laughs) Listen, you guys think it's a joke, but I really tell Andre how much, like, his wife is too good for him. Like, all the time. Like, (laughs) you don't deserve her. Uh, You don't deserve the baked goods. (laughs) Banana bread is a staple in my house, <laughs> at least every three I was, weeks. I was going to say, that never makes it here. So clearly, uh, that's like top of top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's crazy over there. All right, let's get into our topic for today. Um, I don't even know how to introduce this topic because it's like, it's a little bit weird, but it's something that needs to be talked about. Love is in the edge. Do, 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 do. <laughs> every time you look around. <laughs> so um, I'm sure most teachers... Well, kind of know what we're talking about, but there comes a time, especially in a middle school. Stop this. This really sounds like the talk. Yeah. There comes a time in every young person's <laughs> life. <laughs> like, especially in middle school, we're, you're, we're about to get into this period, which I think has already started, but we're about mm-hmm. to get into this period where um, the the hormones of these children mm-hmm. turn all the way up. Like once Spring they, fever. Yeah, like once they come back from March break, it's... Oh, I like this person. And oh, he loves me so much. And oh, she, I bought her flowers. And also, like it's, 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 it becomes a lot. Oh, we're not dating anymore. Tears. Oh, he gave me his sweater and then he took it back and gave it to her. Oh, like a whole bunch of nonsense happens. So over the next month. Feelings. Yes. Um, and so it's funny because I brought up to Andre, I said, you know what? Like our friendship. Is so good for these students on so many levels, right? Like the fact that um, Andre and I are seen together often, mm. um, but are constantly trying to like tell these kids because they're like, ooh, there's something going on between <laughs> you two. We're like, okay, like slow all the exactly. way down. You can have platonic friendships. And that's something that I don't think kids understand and mm. is not normalized um, in, I guess, society. Like, we always assume romance when people are friendly versus just assuming friendship and that they get along. Yeah. And so I like that the kids are starting to see what it looks like to have healthy 
platonic relationships mm-hmm. where you can actually like be friends with somebody and it doesn't need to be romantic because yeah. they don't they don't understand that right now. Right now it's like someone smiles at you for too long, they're like, ah, they love me. Exactly. <laughs> and then exactly. It or like um they they held the door open for me on the way back from recess. Yep. Ah, oh, getting married. That's next it. Week. We're locked down forever. <laughs> so um, I think we trying to take this time just to, again, talk to you teachers and even parents and students, because obviously we know you're listening type thing, just to give you some, I guess, like tips, I would say, just like to how to manage this stuff, because it's, it's going to start getting wild. And if we're already having a wild year, wild, if we're already having a wild year for now to throw in relationships in in it as well is going to make it so much more crazy than it is right now Mm -hmm. so i guess what's your first piece of advice um actually let's backtrack a little bit because i think it's important to note that um so again we have students of all genders in our building Mm -hmm. and um we also have you know an array of sexual preferences romantic preferences um and we recognize that. So, um, again, without being too specific, we'll kind of refer to things. Um, but I think a lot of the chat today will come from Andre and I's experience as like cishet people. And so a lot of what you hear from us will be like our kind of lived experience. So just yeah. kind of understand that we understand, you know, identities and things like that. But um, a lot of it's coming from our experience. Like even in that, like even um, with these students, like navigating their preferences essentially mm-hmm. um i feel like you still end up with these like it's... sorry orientation not preference what do you mean um i again this is where my kind of like privilege and my my bias and my learning comes in um i was taught that like for lgbtq to sia plus community it's not a preference it's an orientation so it's just what you like versus preference makes it seem like you're choosing versus it's something but, that is just i i'm letting you know okay we don't have to like debate it but that but that's exactly what i meant when i said preference i meant what, what you, you like, like. yes whether, i figured that so part. that's like if i'm someone who likes someone who is um the opposite gender as me yes i can have a preference for the opposite gender like maybe mm-hmm. i like girls with blonde hair specifically Mm-hmm. right and that's um, my yes. that's what i'm saying is my preference but yeah. i'm just clarifying that because inevitably somebody is going to come back and say hey so i'm saying we know mm. or here's the learning um but moving forward so preference as in what you like not in uh choice i guess that yes you get what i'm saying yeah. audience you get it we're moving on <laughs> from here i'm just trying to clarify things because again yeah, this world is a crazy place. and people Y'all be, be sending wild messages like, we don't know better. We yeah. know. We're just speaking from our experience. And again, at the end of the day, you're coming to hear us speak, and hopefully you liked our voices, and that's why you're here. So, you know, yeah, show be us some easy. grace. <laughs> show us some grace. Okay, so talk about what you were going to talk about. I, like, I don't even remember right now. Um, <laughs> um, I think I was going to say it's a, like, it's another layer now to add that orientation what'd you say orientation right it's another layer to add that orientation into this like me figuring out my emotions my feelings and what people that the 
what do you call it? The energy people are giving me, mm-hmm. or I think that they're giving me. You add this extra layer to it now where you're not only that, you're trying to figure out what things you actually like, what energy you want from certain people. And maybe you're not getting it from the person specifically that you want it from. Mm -hmm. And then that comes with its own set of, that comes with its own set of like emotions, which is weird. Yeah, I agree. And there's different types of attraction, Mm -hmm. which is why we try and like have these very basic conversations with them in terms of like, you could be attracted to the looks of someone, you could be attracted to them romantically, you could be attracted to them um, in a like, again, in a sexual manner and not in like them going to have sex. Like like, now we're going to get into that. And I'm like, are you telling 12 and 13? (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, But you know what I mean? But I think I think it's important to kind of underscore that you can have healthy relationships with the people that I guess you would be attracted to. I don't know how to like describe that. I here's what I'm I'm going to use like a concrete example. Mm. So Andre here has 511 girl space friends. Yes. Like actually enjoys being friends with girls on a platonic non-romantic non-sexual like nothing dropping my things uh (laughs) level um and i think like i was saying for students that's like an important like model to have in terms of like if you're attracted to whomever that you can still be friends with those people and it doesn't always have to be romantic yeah and i think um for a lot of kids like like you were saying before, like society doesn't actually show you that. Like any mm-hmm. TV show these guys watch from two people are interacting with each other and there's, there's that spark or looks or seems to be some sort of spark. All of a sudden there's now this subplot of, oh, we like each other. Mm-hmm. How are we, how are we going to date without anybody knowing and stuff it's like that? It's because all these kids be watching Euphoria, you know? Nasty show. I haven't seen it, but. I've heard about I, it. It's it's a lot of like what, what they what's that old sex drugs and rock and roll. That's how I feel. It's <laughs> all I hear. It's about is that your that's your old your my old, old man take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these kids like <laughs> it's the music. <laughs> it is, but I really like this is this is what they're seeing, um, mm. and so there's no level of like understanding just care for somebody even yeah. like this idea that you can be kind and it doesn't mean anything more. Um, and I think that's kind of a hard thing for kids at this age to understand mm. because I feel like we're dealing with either they're in love or they hate people, yes. but there's no like this middle ground and understanding like gray areas and like, you know, that, you can enjoy somebody's company and be kind to them. And like, it doesn't mean that you are dating or that you like mm-hmm. them. Like it's just a weird, always like always on sort of thing. Like these, it's yeah. a lot. But then there's the other side of it too, where it's like, even if you like, if you do like that person, mm-hmm. you don't have to turn into this awkward human being that, <laughs> Every time they walk by, you're like, <laughs> all the and giggles. Everybody knows that you like this person, even though you don't talk to this person at all, or um, you only talk on social media, like on some sort of online platform or something like that. Um, again, you're. 
I'm trying to move into like maybe like a tip or something like that. And I think really a tip for um, teachers to have is a lot of the times you being at your job, these kids don't actually see you like smile. (laughs) Having cracking a joke with a with a colleague or something like that. And that's something that's really important for them to see. And like Alyssa said, it's something that we're noticing because these kids are seeing, because our roles put us so close together mm-hmm. and we're actually friends on top of it. And these kids are now Besties, seeing some would say uh, this bestie word. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> but you said it, not me. <laughs> these guys, um, all of these kids are now seeing that and you're seeing it in the hallway. You're seeing it when you come into um, my space when you come into Alyssa's space mm-hmm. um you're getting this um interaction all the time which i think is really positive and something that they need i agree um so a tip for i guess teachers in general is like let these guys see you like you have a colleague that you're like you're close with mm-hmm. let them see that yeah like let them see normalize friendship yeah um it's such a weird thing in being a teacher in that um you put on this teacher persona Mm. and this teacher persona is devoid of here we go bell this teacher persona is devoid of any personality Mm -hmm. like you come to school as this robot shell of yourself and then you leave like all the the fun and the nuance i love a good nuance (laughs) um you know at the door and i don't think that's helpful for kids who are like we want we do things like modeling right like Mm. modeling behaviors that we want our students to to emulate because inevitably they're going to and when you take out like that personality of yourself and you take away friendships and you make everything seem so business so impersonal um it doesn't allow students to like not only connect to you, but understand how kind of like relational dynamics work. Like how does it work to be friends with someone to make a friend? Like Mm -hmm. um, it's very easy when they're younger, right? You just look at someone and you're like, do you want to be my friend? (laughs) Um, But it becomes increasingly difficult to make friends as you get older. And so allowing students to see that like friendships are a good thing and like modeling the ways even in conflict resolution, right? Like what does it look like when you disagree with someone and how do you get through that? Um, Because a lot of the times what we're dealing with right now too, in terms of like relationships, even platonic ones is this idea that like once the one thing happens that you don't agree on, your relationship is done. Yeah. And and that's like, it's so weird to me. Um, And again, real life example, a couple of weeks ago, walked by this classroom, saw these two kids crying talk to somebody in the class about like what happened and turns out something happened with these two outside. So I took them out and I was like, aren't you guys like friends? <laughs> right. And, and when I asked the question, they paused and I said, Ooh, wait, we have a problem because I know you guys are friends. Mm-hmm. And the mere fact that whatever is going on right now has caused you to pause and say, Ooh, are we actually friends now because of this one situation yep. is a really big problem. And that's something that happens with these like because they're kids and they're navigating their relationships, it's like one false move. Ah, finished. Right. They're Gone. Precarious. I never knew you. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> 
true. And so I think it's, it's honestly helpful. Not that, you know, Andre and I are fighting in front of them, but I think it's even helpful just to like disagree on things Mm -hmm. and, and show them like, we still work through things or to use our friendship as an example. Like, Oh, this one time this happened between Mr. Matching and I, and like, we're still friends at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, again, just to go with that first tip for teachers, it's just, it's important. They need to, they need to see it as much as, um, you might have one idea of how you should be while you're in the school building and make sure maybe you're only giving up a fraction of yourself while you're in the school building. Um, they need to see you. Mm-hmm. They need to see um, you, like I said, you smile, you being trying to be either, I, I don't know, trying to be kind or something along those lines. They need to see it. We had to pause because <laughs> kids are always knocking. Ah, it's weird. <laughs> and then we started singing. <laughs> Got a vibe. <laughs> um. Anyways, okay. So we gave a tip for teachers. Do you have any any uh tip you want to give? I guess students, and then we'll do parents last type thing. Okay. So for students, um, whether you are attracted to anybody like regardless if Mm -hmm. whatever of your attraction level not every relationship is romantic is meant to be romantic and needs to be romantic oh yeah for sure um and they're like i think we really need to normalize like friendships like Mm -hmm. it is very cool to have friendships that have no weirdness in them because there's no attraction level like or just like overall, just like, hey, I'm kind to you. Yeah. And that's, that's just what it is. Yeah. I, I agree. Because, and kindness doesn't mean like you're like, oh, you're the best ever. <laughs> um, if you listen to Mr. Mattressing and I, um, we don't talk to each other like that. No. And when we do, it's actually really weird. Really awkward. Really awkward. Which is why I cringe every time I have to say something nice about him. <laughs> <laughs> um. And you can start, like, if you are feeling maybe a closer um, relationship to someone, and that this is where I'll kind of, I'll link it to, like, it doesn't have to be romantic. Um, I think even things that we do at work often um, for adults, they'll do things like work wife, work husband, mm. work spouse, right? Weird. Andre and I have never done that. Weird. It's never been a thing. Like, we never put even a fake romantic thing on this friendship because it was instantly like big sis little bro mm. like relationship and i think if you're feeling like close ties to someone and it like feels so close that it could be familial then like why does it have to be like romantic relationship familial why can't person be like ah oh, this person's like my cousin this person's yeah. like my my best friend my whatever it is um so to students i will say like take it easy <laughs> um, your hormones are raging mm. and that's normal. <laughs> Gotta love when a ball hits the window. Um, and that's normal, but again, not everything is romantic. So stop trying to make it that way. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not even, um, I guess it's not even for you, you all to stop trying to make it that way. It's just realize that sometimes like the people in your life, they're just being nice to you. Mm-hmm. Right. They, I don't know. They saw you crying in the hallway one day and, 
took time out of out of their walk or out of their washroom break to come actually like check on you and see how you're doing and stuff like that. That could just be, hey, I'm trying to be an actual. That's being an actual friend. Yeah, that's that's what friendship looks right? like. That's what be. It's not just our oh, friends. We I don't know send Snapchat streaks to each other every day. Like that's cool. That's like yeah. one side of it, but that's the actual side of friendship. Agreed. You're you're in pain. I'm here helping you. I mm-hmm. see that you are down. I'm going to be that shoulder or be that um listening uh friend that you need. Like somebody that you can actually talk to about your actual problem yeah and you should have that in a friendship and if you don't have that in a friendship maybe you're not actually friends and maybe you're just acquaintances i don't even know if that's a maybe i feel like it's a like because that is what real to me that is what real friendship is Mm -hmm. right that and i think that's what um splits someone from being just a person that's walking in the hallway that you know their name or you're maybe you're in the same um i don't know chat group Mm -hmm. and an actual friend yeah like someone that you you can talk to about Mm -hmm. real things and if somebody is your actual friend a lot there are times where you know a friendship um can lead into a relationship Mm -hmm. or be the the foundation or the starting point of a relationship but sometimes friends are just friends yep so if you're down and somebody came along and decided to someone that you that you think is your friend came alongside you and helped to bring you up I don't want that for you as a student to now be confused with, oh my gosh, they must like me, or now I like them. Yeah. For for this reason. And I think that also goes to um allowing people to be nice to you. Mm-hmm. Like, um, often we think, like, especially as younger people, that you're so unlovable that like when someone shows you the smallest kindness, all of a sudden. You're like, wow, this is a really big gesture when that's mm-hmm. the bare minimum. Like you should expect people to be nice to you. Yes. It shouldn't be this big extravagant gesture for someone to be like, you know, if you're feeling sad, you can come talk to me. Like yeah. that's the bare minimum you should expect in your friendships. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe it's an expectation thing too. Like stop expecting so little from people that when you get the basics, you're like, oh, this is it's fantastic. And then it sets up, it sets up your like relationship with that person for failure because the minute that that person is not there for you for something, mm-hmm. right now what? Yeah. Now you're gonna think, ooh, they must hate me. Yeah. They must not want to be, um, in this relationship with with me anymore. Whether that's an actual like dating relationship or friendship. Yep. Because, and it could be for something as simple like, hey, you called, they didn't answer their phone this time. Yeah, I get a lot of that, actually. You'd be surprised yeah. at how many kitties I have in my office that are like, I tried to text someone, they didn't text me back, or I tried to call them and they weren't there when I needed them. And I was like, maybe their parents took their phone. Maybe yeah. it was dinner time. Maybe you're 12 years old and it's bedtime. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for like students out there, again, have some understanding for the people that are in your circle that these people are there because you selected them to be there to be your actual friend. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're falling into a place where now you feel like this relationship is going somewhere else, don't let it go somewhere else in your brain by yourself. Yeah. So much by yourself. Yes. Things. Yeah. Don't let this else. go by go in your brain by yourself. And all of a sudden you're drawing their name in your textbook and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, stop. Stop before it goes that far. 
you could literally have a conversation with a person who's your friend like ah, i like you and they could be like ooh, just friends yep and that could be the end it doesn't mean now you can't talk to each other anymore it means you're in the exact same place that you were before which is is a healthy good place to be in you have a solid friend yeah and everybody needs or should have well more than one but everyone needs at least one like actual solid friend agreed all right and one tip for the parents uh hold on to your lug nuts (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be a bumpy ride (laughs) for parents um this is hard for me to talk about because again i'm i'm a father to two little girls that are going to be uh can't even talk um that are gonna be in this place where they're like you know Ah, like, I have a crush. Yeah, daddy, I like this this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Funny. Okay, so as an experienced parent or someone with older kids yes, um, yes, who true. are actually starting to like people, which is <laughs> a lot, um, I will tell you, like, Sister Bear had an experience when she was, oh, goodness, maybe six or so. I think she was six and she liked this boy. This boy liked her and they would like hang out all the time, like after school in their like after school care. Okay. Group. And then the boy started saying that he wanted to marry her and it freaked her out. She was like, <laughs> I feel really uncomfortable. And again, like keep in mind, she's six, but she yeah. said to me like, mommy, I feel uncomfortable because I don't want to marry him. And he keeps saying like, he wants to marry me, but like, I'm not there. <laughs> right. And she goes, but I don't want to hurt his feelings. So you see how like early these things kind of start. Mm-hmm. And so I said to her, like, if that's not the way you're feeling, then you need to say that to him. You need to say, no, thank you. Um, this is not for me. And so I had that conversation very early uh, with Sister Bear. Um, Brother Bear, who is now six, uh, is going to be seven soon, is all the way involved. Um <laughs> Him and this little girl hang out. And again, this is why I I say this for my kids as well. Like, truthfully, I think you're probably just friends Mm. um, and that you enjoy each other's company. But because there's like this natural thing or we've normalized this thing where if especially because we're still like a very heteronormative society. So like where if a boy and a girl are friends then all of a sudden yeah, it's a it must thing. Mean, yeah. Um, and so I think he's going through that right now because if you mention this girl's name, he's like, <laughs> um, and I'm like, we need to settle it down. Blushing black boy. It's so <laughs> much. And so my biggest tip for parents um, are to keep lines of communication very open yes. as much as it's going to pain you because a, you're not going to want to hear these conversations. Uh, it's going to be really awkward when your kids are telling you that they like people and people like them and you're you're getting the whole story. Um, And I say this as someone who's also parenting, you know, someone who's in grade nine, like I'm Mm. parenting a high schooler as well. Um, Keep those lines like very, very open and allow them to have these conversations with you because the last thing you want is for them not to have these conversations with you and then them try and get advice from friends because Mm -hmm. 13 year olds giving other 13 year olds advice is a mess. Um, (laughs) It's just not a good look. And you just want to be able to help them if the situation turns sideways. And that's been known to happen as well, right? Like, 
I say like to parents as much as like you may not agree with young kids dating or who your child likes and all of these things. Um, it is better that you have the information and they come to you than you shut it down because then yeah. th- that's when I'm dealing with things in guidance, right? Because they're coming to me and it's getting to the point where they're saying things like, I'm now harming myself or I feel like harming myself because nobody understands me. Nobody is listening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would rather, you know, for parents, you be uncomfortable and just kind of like suck it up and let them vent to you than to kind of shut it down mm-hmm. and send them elsewhere because it's not working. Yeah, I think I have my my tip. My tip for a parent is um, no matter how old you are, whether you're as old as Alyssa or... You're so friggin' rude. <laughs> I hate it here. Um, my tip is try and remember what it was like when you were 14. Love is in the air. <laughs> if you can take that time to kind of sit with that version of yourself and what was going on in your school at that time, what was going on in your head at that time at 14 and the uh, person that you liked and how you were navigating and starting that relationship. Mm -hmm. It'll open your eyes to that when they come, when your child comes to you, um, you can kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Empathize. Empathize. Thank you. You can empathize with them. Yeah. And say like, ooh, okay, you're and it's it's again, it's hard for me to say because I it's something that um I know will happen with my girls and a conversation that not how I don't even know how old I am. Um, but conversation that older Andre is going to have to have because my kids are younger and I don't know what I'm gonna you're be like. You're not that far away from these conversations, my friend. I know what I'm gonna be like at like forty five or forty, like why why do you think it's gonna be there? Again, I just told you that my six year old oh, that's true. have that's had like, these conversations. This is like two a years three yeah, I was gonna say a two, <laughs> three year away conversation that you're gonna right. have. But it's to try and just remember that they it is the mere fact that they're coming to you means that they're comfortable enough to come to you to say this and they trust you exactly and this could be um for especially for kids that are like you know uh eight nine ten eleven twelve in that age range this could be the first time that something like this is happening for them and they didn't know who to turn to so they turned to you so for the first thing for you to do is to shut them down Mm-hmm. is going to be detrimental to your relationship going forward. Yeah. Because now when things get more serious mm-hmm. um, and they get older and other things are happening, not only are we like, uh-huh, we're holding hands as we walk in, in, in the hallway mm-hmm. or we're hugging. Now it's, ooh, I'm pregnant. Oh, please. Or, or, oh, um, no. or I show up to Christmas dinner with the ring on my finger. I'm married. We eloped. We knew you wouldn't understand. Yeah. Right. So Ooh, we um, just jumped way ahead. Yeah. But this, my like, headache is back <laughs> <laughs> to get out of those spaces. You have to have, like Alyssa said, you have to have those open lines as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be easy. No. And I think if you can provide someone for your uh, kids to trust at home when it comes to this stuff mm-hmm. is going to make them coming to school and actually dealing with it so much easier because now they can go through whatever they're going through um at school and know that somebody at home is going to be there for them to unload on yeah and or, I s- or offload i don't know what the word is yeah unload. Um, because i know for me here and i'm sure for the same thing for Alyssa, a lot of times 
when students come to talk to me, I'm like, ooh, I'm busy because I'm doing I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Or I have to go to this. I just got called to this class or something like that. So, yeah, I know you want to talk to me. And I know that you've built a relationship and you have this comfortability with me. Mm-hmm. But I can't give it to you now. And then all of a sudden, 3 o'clock comes and now I can't give it to you at all. Yeah. Whereas now when they get home, they have somebody. And that's really important for a lot of these kids, especially now. These kids need someone to talk to because the people that they're talking to are just filling their heads with nonsense, foolishness. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, we gave it up today. Parents, students, teachers, you all got a little bit of uh, love. Love. <laughs> you all got a little bit of love. We love you all. Um, But yeah, as March love break is, is upon us in... <laughs> And these kids are going to be coming back in springtime and outside is going to be warm and all of those things start uh, increasing if they haven't already started in your school building. It's the serotonin because of the melatonin. (laughs) (laughs) Take uh, Take some of these tips and have these what may be uncomfortable conversations with these kids because they need it. Yeah, man. That's it. All right. Thank you again for joining us today. Um, you can find us and um, any of our other podcast episodes wherever you decide to put your subscription dollars. Um, if you're looking to keep up to date for when we are dropping new episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Teachers Like Us. Um, if you're looking to, uh, I don't know what funny thing to say today, but if you're looking <laughs> to be um, a future keynote speaker on equity Ew. and you want some <laughs> tips and to, to steal some resources, you can follow Alyssa at Alyssa G. Titer. And we'll see you next week. Peace.